Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Coming up on TMS, I enjoy large rear ends. I can't falsify that fact. Don't you see my five stars? Dollar stores anchored by Spirit Halloweens. Making thick and liquid great again. Father of the year, two hours in. I will call in my cover favor. It's an okay from Paul Hollywood. Lift, moving at the speed of the DMV. Twas the testicle, work that killed him. Fat bottom dance, you make the rockin' world go round. Free Coke and the Crack Shack. Star Trek as hell. My son called after the ball drop. The chicken is red. Chickens aren't supposed to be red. Giving people the bird with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Pete's idea of the perfect lunch is any lunch with Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. There's lots of chickeny flavor and little noodles for him but not a lot of work for me this is no time to show me your boobs the morning stream if you saw ninjas you're seeing ghosts Good morning and welcome to TMS. It is the morning stream for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nibbett. Hi, Brian. Woo! Welcome to a brand new year, Scott! Yeah, man. We got the new year and uh, it's all different, you know? It's all fresh. Oh, how I'm going to be still writing 2022 on my checks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look, I got the date right on the show today. Don't count on that being consistent all week, everybody. I might screw it up, all right? That's right? just the way it is. Yeah. Well, it's kind of automatic now, isn't it? Yeah, it you, is. Kind of. Oh, I guess not. You have to. You do type in the full date and the little tab thing. I do, but I never look at it while I'm talking. I just start talking. So if if I get it wrong, it's because I'm dumb enough not to look at my own damn notes. And uh, that sure. happens. That happens. Yeah, happens. Uh, we're digging out of the the snowstorm still. It keeps snowing all weekend, and um, so I heard this morning we are at 139 percent. Of our yearly average snowfall already. Wow. Already for day three. Day three. So <laughs> you guys good. got hit hard. Yeah. We got hit uh, real hard. All that flooding and stuff in California, all that stuff came our way and then turned into snow and then just dumped on us for days. And so today's like garbage day and everyone's garbage is like pitched up on top of like snow drifts because there's nowhere for the snow to go. And it's balanced on a mogul. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to shovel some of it. That was a mistake. My freaking back hurts. Not not out, but bat, you know, hurts a little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All that business. And then um, the good thing, though, is if you're going to go sledding, mm-hmm. now now is the time to sled. Great time to go sledding. Yeah. And, you know, the mountains are full of uh, the powder. 
the yeah. packed powder for the uh, for the skiing, the snowboarding. Yeah. Um, we we had our big blizzard hit last week, and then they said, "Oh, be prepared because uh, Monday we're going to get hit again." And I'm looking outside right now, and it's like a uh, a nice little dusting on top of the piles of snow we already had from last week, which Aww. still haven't cleared out. So. That's not so bad. That's all right. No, not bad at all. I don't mind it. Uh, the big thing I for us is it does mean better uh, watershed this this spring because last yeah. year we were like drought bad. We did we had like two snowstorms and they were tiny. It was like nothing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're already 139 percent, which means the mountains are loaded, means we're going to have no problem. Which means everybody nice. can water their lawns. You know, <laughs> with impunities, if water grows on trees, just go That's ahead right, and do exactly. it. Exactly. Just start the Xeriscaping. Would you please get the Xeriscaping going? I'd be so into that, dude. In a heartbeat, we would yeah, go outside yeah. and fix that whole front yard to be that. The backyard's already kind of that. HOA gets all tiffy if you change that. But I'm telling you, there's, there's no reason we need lawns. All it is is like, a, a hey, we're better than the Smiths over here with our cool lawn. That's it. <laughs> there's no value in it. It's just a uh, bunch of Morrissey live next door. Is that the deal? It's a... <laughs> the Smiths are hey. the Smiths have amazing <laughs> landscaping. When you're gonna use some sugar grow, <laughs> got a big bag of Scott's sugar grow. Uh, cut it open, cut it open, cut it open. Spread manure, spread manure, <laughs> spread manure. You've got a whole lyric sheet for this. Nicely done. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's a new year, everybody. So enjoy yourselves. Did you do anything fun for the holiday, for the day? We did, uh, for, for New Year's Eve, we yeah. just kind of had a nice little quiet night. A little, yeah. uh, We had a glass of wine. We watched uh, uh, Glass Onion, which, yeah. was, which we enjoyed greatly. Yeah. I have, I, again, you know, no spoilers because it's still very early in its release, but I enjoyed it, but I do have... An issue with with uh, something that gets destroyed in the film. Is it a continuity thing or like a? Uh, no, 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 okay. no. And I, you know, like I said, you can't even. I can't even go further into it. Um, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. If, there's, yeah, if there's no other way to explain it, something that got destroyed. Interesting. I'll have to think about that because I saw it as well. Yes. Quite enjoyed yes. it, and I know a. A very big thing gets destroyed, but so do yes. some smaller things get destroyed. Yes. So I'll have to suss out what destruction is, uh, you're talking it's about. A large, it's, it's the thing, the first thing, the thing that the big thing that gets destroyed. It's like, gotcha. <sighs> not not you know, a, not a yeah. fan the way it was destroyed. Is that what you're saying? Not a fan in the fact that it was destroyed. Like you know, um, uh, I understand. <laughs> I like. Can I say that? Nope, I can't say that. That's a spoiler. Can I say that? Nope, I can't say that. That's a spoiler. Mm. You know what? Well, I'll, I'll leave it right that. Uh, leave it right there. That's that's a little thing that that bothered me. Other than that, really enjoyed the film and um and a thing we picked to watch last night mm. that I wasn't expecting to be a very similar thing. Mm. Um, is making me rethink my recommendal list for this week. Now I, I keep in my recommendal, but now I have, I have got such a list of recommendals because over the holidays we have been watching so much like this series and this movie and this other movie and this other series. Um, I've got some, I've got some fun stuff to to rant, rave and rant and rave about uh, for recommendals. That reminds me. So Kim yep. and I finished Strange New Worlds, and I have a question. 
I was mm. told the entire time I was watching that series from yeah, random fans and listeners and readers, mm-hmm. uh, along with actual friends of mine who said, sure. hey, uh, it's great. There's one episode that I really didn't like, but everything else yes. is great. And I said, okay, I'll watch for it. So I've been watching you know for it and watching for is? it. Here, well, here's, well, I'll get to it. So I'm watching okay, the show and right. I'm getting through it. And I yeah. get to one yeah. where I think this is the one they're talking about, but I don't actually have a problem with it because it was Star Trek as hell. They do this all the time. Has anyone not seen TNG? Have you never watched? Yeah, and I didn't like it there either. I don't like Freaky Friday episodes of anything. Oh, that's the one? See, that's, see now uh, people told me it's not the Freaky Friday episode. Oh, really? Oh, for me, it was the Freaky Friday episode. Okay, people, 100%. The one, the, the one I got like, told is, the, is, let's call it the children's fantasy one. That's the one people told me that oh, I wouldn't like. Oh, well, yeah. But it just seemed like, hey, it's Worf and his Merry Men again. It's just a it goofy is. It's a yeah. goofy one-off. That's what they do. Star Trek does this constantly. TOS did it. TNG, DS9. Uh, yeah, that would Voyager. be my second least favorite uh, episode of the season. In a season that I'd still rank higher than Discovery uh, completely. Um, you know, me saying that this was my least favorite episode, my second least favorite favorite episode, all that stuff is is still high up there. It's like me saying Marvel movies, right? It's right. like, yeah, my least favorite Marvel movie is still better than my number one favorite DC movie. Sure, sure. I just I just think they're leaning yeah, into classic movies. Trek in a really hard way. And I, knowing that they're leaning into hardcore classic Trek, it didn't bother me at all. It was just like... Oh, this is I, one of those. In so my I'm opinion, here. you've got to earn. You've got to earn your your Freaky Friday episode. You've got to earn your children's fantasy episode. You need a season of of just straight up Trek, no meta, breaking the fourth wall, silly cartoon episode, whatever kind of stuff. Yeah, but have you seen uh, season you- one of TNG? It's full of this stuff. Like chock full of this in TNG. I know, but they didn't do it in the first season. Oh hell yeah, they did. Did they? Do you like remember? What? Do you remember that guy? No uh, vaccine. No whatever. That guy. That's yeah, a season one, and it's a big oh, fantasy. No, that, that was the Packlets. That was uh, the the dude. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't like a silly episode. That was just a goofy character. I feel like season one was almost nothing but these. I mean, it was a lot. Oh, see, I didn't feel like they got to that until like season. And I didn't like it then either. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not. I'm not using the TNG defense to say, but it was great when TNG did it. Nope, sucked when TNG did it too. Sure. Well, at the end of it all, I really liked it. Yes. Um, I'm very pissed yes. about a certain certain thing in the finale. Pissed me off, but in a, in, a, in a way that I mean, it's fine what they did. I'm just mad. I'm I'm sad about a character. That's all. And mm, yeah, um, because yeah. it. That particular character, I just really grew on me. So their decision at the end, I just bumming me out, just bummed me out. Uh, but I loved it. I can't wait for more of this, man. I felt like I was in old Star Trek, old time. Oh, here's the other thing. Uh, I was asking Daryl about it because he says he fell oh, off real yeah. hard toward yeah. the end, and he said um, that it wasn't any one particular episode. He liked these weird ones. He said it's because they tried to redo something from an old one, and I still mm-hmm. don't know what he means. I can't figure it out. Every single episode that I saw didn't seem like they were trying to remake or revisit. It was this, you know, it was all new, I think. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't any- think so either. I didn't re- I didn't see see any episodes that were Force Awakening the New Hope. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to ping him today and just say, dude, I'm sorry I'm so confused, but can you please explain where this fell off for you? Because I don't get it. 
Yeah. Anyway. People are saying, Brian, you need to see Bullet Train. I said, I saw Bullet Train theaters before all I use. And now people are responding, who's all I use? What's all I use? What's what's all I use? All I use. All I use. Uh, all I use. Like all y'all. All I use. Yeah. All I use. Exactly. Brian's just doing a little Jeez. regional little colloquialism, little, you know? That's right. Exactly. Get with exactly. the program, people. All I use. Well, anyway, that was my experience with that. Hey, uh, you got your car back. Did you just lift all weekend? Is that what you did? Oh, you you would think, right? Mm. Yeah, you would think. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I was still going to say on New Year's. Uh, so, <laughs> still talking about New Year's Eve. So, two in the morning, New Year's Eve uh, night, two years after the ball drops in uh, Colorado, I get a call from the cover child, uh, Tristan, who is downtown Denver, 40 minutes away, 35 minutes away. Uh, hey, Dad, uh, uh, me and Kay are downtown. We're at a club. Um, we keep getting, like, Ubers and Lyfts keep canceling on us, and we're, we've are we been, like, trying to get a ride home for an hour and a half. Is there any way you could come pick us up? Mm. Like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm basically, I locked in, as Tina put it, I locked in Father of the Year two hours into the new year. Like, I, I can agree. do whatever I want for the next 364 year, days, and I will still be Father of the Year. He owes you big time. He's lucky it wasn't snowing like it was here. You wouldn't have been able to get down there very well at all. Like, it would have been a nightmare. <laughs> so he's oh, it lucky. Was, I mean, it was pretty bad. This is, there was still a lot of snow on the ground from Wednesday, mm. uh, still left on the roads uh, sure. that night. But uh, yeah, so it was like, all right, yeah, I've earned, I've earned this. So I, Took them, but you pick pick them up, brought them back home. They were they dressed for for being in a club. They did not dress for waiting outside in a club in twenty eight degree uh, weather. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, look, and, uh, he does owe you. What's the what do you demand in in reprecation? Uh, rep, uh, oh, here, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, this is this is for me. It's uh, Frito. Uh, asking the Godfather for a favor. I'm gonna call upon you for something else at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I'll I'll know when I get to to what he what he owes me. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> it was good though that you did uh, that. Yeah, it, you know, hey, it's what you do as sure. a parent. We all do it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, Sunday we had the whole. Sunday was New Year's? Yeah, Sunday. We had the whole family over um, my mom's side of the family. So Uncle George, Aunt Barb, all the all the kids, all the grandkids over. The grandkids just are, they come down here to the basement and it's like, it's those kids at the beginning of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when the Candyman song is going and they're all just running around like, oh, look, weird little M&Ms and giant lollipops and stuff like that. They get down here and that's what it is. So basically we just don't see them. They come down here and then they're playing with little articulated toys, little 3D printed toys all all the rest of the evening. So That's fun. That's great. I made a I made some uh, almond croissants. Uh, oh yeah, I saw pictures. Have, those look good. Still have a bunch of those left over. Cause even we sent people home with some. I still made uh, more than we needed, so still have some of that yeah. left over. Those what what would Paul Hollywood have said of your bake? How would he have felt? He would have said, uh, Brian, I would have liked to see a little more, uh, a little more rise on your puff pastry. Mm. Uh, you went with a, a rough puff instead of a, a true laminated puff pastry, but mm. uh, I would have liked, but. Uh, uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know it, what? That's, it could have gotten a handshake. It could have gotten worse, sure. though. That could, you could say way worse than that. That's pretty good. Oh yes, exactly. By yeah. Paul Hollywood standards, we, you yeah, succeeded. The, the Paul Hollywood. So, what exactly were you going for here? 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the one where you were. There was no soggy bottom, but they were a little bit dense. They were fully cooked all the way through, but they were a little bit dense. Nice. So, all right. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, you, you had a lot more activity that night than I did, or that day, than we did. We just, we hardly did anything. First yeah. of all, too much snow, but it was like, let's just chill. Let's watch Star Trek, yeah. eat some uh, homemade whatever Kim, I don't remember what it was, something good. Oh, it was jumb- uh-huh. she made a batch of jambalaya, nice hot of soup course, on, a, of course she did. on yes. a cold day. It was fantastic. It's great. Perfect for this kind of weather and leftovers and that sort of thing. Speaking of her, she's insane. This is the weekend where she committed to feeding like a hundred Ukrainians. Oh, this is uh, this is it, huh? Yeah. Can we get? Wow. Can we have a week where something major isn't happening here? I swear, it's just too much. Now, look, I say that, but I'm also glad she's doing it. I'm gonna help as best I can. I don't cook very well, but I'll do whatever she needs, and we're gonna take it over there together, and and we're gonna feed a bunch of refugees. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if we could have a solid week of no commitments. Nice. I don't think it's possible. No. It's no, gonna, I don't think so. You guys are happen. you guys are uh, way too generous and uh, get your hands in in all that stuff. All the hands in. Absolutely. All the hands. So uh, anyway, you would ask me about doing Lyft. Yeah, I got my car back. So you think that like, you know, ever since then I'd be in the car driving people around to the airport, holiday travel and all that stuff. No. No, because during the 7 weeks that uh that uh the dealership had my car, uh, my um, my account came up for renewal with the DMV with Lyft. So Lyft does a DMV check, make sure you haven't been in any accidents, anything that you haven't reported. And then once that's done, they do a background check. But here's the dumb thing. They don't start that process until you go into the app and say, okay, I'm ready to drive. Like they don't tell you, hey, your, uh, your thing came up for renewal. Um, we're not going to, you know, you've, you've been deactivated until you click the button to renew it. No, it's, it's the dumbest. That's like, dumb. <laughs> why, why, dumbest why is that? Why do you think it? they do it that way? That seems really stupid to me. I'll bet they get so many people who lift for a little while and don't come back that they don't want to spare the expense of doing DMV and background checks, which I'm sure is an expensive thing. But they don't want to do it if somebody isn't doesn't necessarily come back. So the only way to be sure they come back is if they go to the app and they click the button to say, "Hey, I'm back. I'd like to make some money again." Oh no, I can't until this is all done. I think that's so, crazy annoying. I don't like that at all. Yeah. So a few business days for the freaking DMV check. A few business days for the freaking uh, background check. So, jeez, Louise, man. Like, come on. Can a I fresh can background I, check? Like, why? Why? I mean, it's not like you, what has changed? I guess, how long has it been? 30 days? Something like that? Um, since I lifted? Yeah. Since, uh, last, no, since, uh, last lift. November 11th was oh, the last time I drove somebody. Longer so it's, than I it's thought. been almost yeah. two months. Yeah. Just how many crimes, though, have you committed within that? I mean, if I days? had to count on one hand. <laughs> right. Got to get that, got to get that background check yeah. going again. Brian may have been up to uh, some it's shenanigans. Just, it's just so irritating that, you know, send me an email and say, Hey, um, we've deactivated you, but if you are coming back, then just click this button and we'll start your process again right away so that as soon as you're ready to lift, you'll already be um, ready to go. Mm. Like, just do that. Come on. So you did mean, you say how, what's, out here. what's the length of time you got to wait now? Uh, however long it takes. Oh, they don't tell you? They don't give you like an estimate or anything? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Lame. No, they say, uh, you know, two or three business days for the DMV check and then another. And we won't start the background check until the DMV check 
comes back. Great. It's like, geez, Louise, come on. Can you look at my record and see I'm five, I'm five stars. Never, not a single ride less than five stars. Yeah. You've done really well that way. They must have some record of that. They do. Obviously Uh, they have a record of all that. And uh, a record of all that. Ray Frago says you could have robbed a bank in two months. Sure. I could have. Sure. But then he wouldn't need to lift. Would he? Yeah, exactly. See, because he robbed a bank. He got money. I, he doesn't bank, need I would not need the. I don't need the money. I don't need the money. All right. Well, I'm glad you're uh, at least on the road to lifting. <laughs> so it's really, you know, it should be a lot of time of like putting stuff up on Etsy and stuff like that. The the passive, quote unquote, passive uh, income. Yeah, they always say <laughs> passive, but what they really mean is other work because it still takes work it's not like you're doing still that takes stuff work i yeah. gotta clean the you know keep the uh, 3d <clears throat> printer clean clean the things that come off of it all that stuff yeah. so. the term passive income i think is um it's for millionaires who put all their money in investments and then just walk it's away and then have someone else manage it tv shows and syndication kelsey Grammer has some kick-ass passive income oh you know i learned to make some decent scratch off of very little is uh the soup nazi did right? an interview yeah yeah and he gets 30 grand a year uh, on average, from his Seinfeld bit, and then another something amount for his yeah, was it Two and a Half Men or 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 something, some other show that he was on. That was a movie, Queens wasn't or... it? Uh, so I married an axe murderer or something. something oh, like that. that's right. So I married an axe murderer. Yeah, yeah. So it probably gets a lot less for that because you know I don't know how you monetize that, but yeah, you know Seinfeld's on everywhere all the time. So in syndication, streaming, everything else, so you probably get a chunk of that. But that that'd be all right just to be handed thirty grand a year for nothing. You know, for nothing, just because you you told some people no soup for you, and uh, next line, next yeah, in line, next line, please. Uh, all right, check this out. I got a follow up on our UFO discussion. Ooh, good. This okay, is, uh, this is from Mink M I N K is the name he's going by. He or she is going by. Scott and Brian, I loved your bit on the Air Force releasing video of UFOs, but there are two brief things I wanted to mention. Number one. There actually is a way to talk to these people, meaning people that are convinced. <laughs> Specifically the, the UFO, the, uh, the, the weather patterns are caused by the UFOs. Yep, those folks. Yeah. It says, interestingly, the science slash research in the past seven-ish years has vastly improved both on what is happening and how to handle it. The important part is that it's a slow process and doing it the wrong way may, uh, may make it worse. So you are absolutely right to not engage. I'm not trying to critique you, rather share the fact that there is hope and everything isn't lost, even if it's not easy. Clearly, I can go on for a while, but I find it incredibly helpful and hopeful that with any luck, this babbling is bringing you some optimism. Oh, I'm I'm relatively optimistic. I just mm-hmm. think that it takes people a while to get through their shit, and I, I have no patience for it. Uh, number two, <clears throat> you were reading a statement from the director of national intelligence in your general voice. This made me laugh as the current director is... Uh, Avril Haynes, a lady who used to do a book club that included erotic books. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so that's pretty good. He says, so this was naturally brought up in the Senate hearings by people who didn't realize it's not 1990 anymore or the 1990s anymore. And clearly <laughs> she was appointed. So yay. Uh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Good. That's pretty great. I love that. <laughs> if I ever went to, I'm trying to think if I went to Congress hearings for an appointment. Sure. What? I, I've I've done this a bunch. I try to go back and think of what would screw me on them bringing something up from my past that would be like a controversial thing. And oh, the clearly only, it's uh, the only thing I think of is out of context TMS episodes. That's it. 
I don't yeah, know what maybe else. Maybe they would, uh, no, they would go back and say, oh, look at this, Mark Knopfler's penis. Okay, he's out. Oh, yeah, they'd hear my my YouTube scare videos. YouTube scare videos, That's yeah. it. The minute I yelled Mark Knopfler's penis. You've kind of ended your potential political career yep. right there at that moment. Yep, yeah. no Surgeon General spot for me. However, yeah. Dire Straits just called. They would like you to open for them. <laughs> they can't use the F, the old F word anymore in their... Uh, no, they can't, and nor should they. Money for nothing or whatever, yeah. yeah. I heard that the other day on a station, mm-hmm. and they did that thing where they don't replace words, but they do like the like that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So did they like reverse that little chunk of audio, or did they just put like little little, little It's hard to say. It sounded it. like a little right when he said the little had his own jet airplane, that whole thing, and then yeah. Yeah. it was a millionaire. And then... I was just at home and I said, hey, uh, A-Word, play, uh, you know, play Dire Straits. And the song yeah. came on and it, it still has it in that version. Still has the original version. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So I assume that's just a radio deal. Because they're pulling from, right, they're pulling from Spotify <clears throat> or Apple Music, which is going to have the original. But the radio stations are like, nope, we've got to play the the uh, redacted version of the song. Yeah, I assume it's FCC stuff or something. Some rules. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. But anyway, uh, that's interesting. And also, this reminds me, <clears throat> this UFO talk, I'm, I'm uh, browsing around the old, uh, the old uh, Roku there, because I have a Roku hooked up where I, when I'm on the treadmill, mm-hmm. and uh, jumping around to some of these weird channels. They got weird built-in channels on there, and one of them is called Burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W, and it's, their okay. logo is a white rabbit jumping into a hole. <laughs> and I thought, okay. what is this? What is Burrow, the streaming yeah, service? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So I pulled it up. <clears throat> it is nonstop, and I kid you not, nonstop, wall-to-wall, excuse me, uh, conspiracy theories. That's all it is. The whole really? thing. Yeah, their whole thing. Even their, uh, see if I can find this, the, the description is it of the like- channel. 30-minute episodes of, of weird conspiracy theories like, welcome to Earth is Flat Weekly. Uh, I'm your host. Uh. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, it's... Okay, here it is. Burrow Channel on Firestick. Okay, here we go. The Burrow Channel will help you uncover the contents that get censored by the mainstream media oh, and big Lord. tech companies. Get to know about the conspiracy theories that are mind-wobbing through the Burrow Channel app. And there are many conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theories that are neglected and buried deep down. But you can see them through the Burrow Channel. <laughs> the Burrow the Burrow things Channel. that they don't want you to know about. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, uh, anyway, I didn't watch any of it. I just saw the description and said, yeah, I don't want to. I don't care about that. Yeah, not for me, thanks. Nope. But put uh, Tubi on. They got a bunch of dumb shit for free. I'll watch that. All right. Well, how would you guys like to hear the first news of the year? Some of this happened in 2022, though, I'll warn you now. Sure, sure. Because we're, you know. All of it did, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Is there any of it that is, like, ripped from today's headline? I don't think so. I think it's all, let's see. Yeah, these are all. <laughs> yeah, these are all 2022 stories because that's the journalistic standards we have here. Exactly. We're we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna say, hey, hope uh, Jeremy Renner and uh, and uh, Hamlin, Demar Hamlin, are uh, <laughs> recover quickly. Uh, that's our news for. That's our current news, and yep. we'll get to the last year's news. There you go. When Mega says, so the Borough Channel is just History Channel's illegitimate love child. I have bad news for you. The History Channel is its own illegitimate love child. That channel sucks. Sucks. It should be great. It should be nothing but amazing things. 
The only right. thing they ever did that was good was drama, and it was um, uh, the 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 oh oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of the damn oh thing. the Hatfields and McCoys. Yes, that was so good. Yeah, that was really so good. good. Yeah, you know that shopping mall that you have in your town that like used to be really cool and it was where everybody would hang out and oh, so awesome. They had all the best stores and then some stores, big stores started moving out of there, but they kept them all and and now it's like uh, a bunch of dollar stores anchored by an occasional spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. That is the History Channel. You're not wrong. It started out strong. Yeah. Petered out, man. Like TLC used to have science in it. You know what it is now? These three two-headed midgets live together in the same apartment. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, see. Their words, not mine. All right. And and <laughs> Even though I made it right, up. Right. And it's easy for me to say, that's the kind of, like, basically, reality competition, Survivor, Amazing Race, totally all in. That kind of reality show, hot, flaming garbage. Yeah. I did watch, I won't say by accident, I had just, like, random uh, Pluto on. Yeah. Because that'll just jump around. And yeah. I was doing work, getting work done, and this uh, one of the 600-pound life things comes on, oh, speaking oh, of TLC. Yeah. And I was so angry. at the. Okay, so there's, there's this one scene where this lady who is about 640 pounds is on her little scooter at the Walmart. What's yeah. that called? A, a, a rascal. This? Rascal. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Couldn't think of the name. Yeah. She's that on scooter her, is okay, too. Yeah, either way. But she's on this rascal, and she's moving through the produce department. And she passes by some guy and he goes, oh, get any bigger, you're going to need a bigger cart or something like that. Uh-huh. Just really rude. Yeah. And she starts to cry and she kind of can't uh-huh. move and all this. I wanted to jump through the screen, grab that guy's testicles, tie him in a knot, punch him three times in the throat, and then pee on his dead corpse. That's what I wanted to do. It made me mad. <laughs> Assuming my testicle work killed him. I don't know. I have no idea how we get to corpse, but. Anyway, that guy sucked. Oh, I was so pissed. I don't even like that show. Yeah. It's not even a thing I want to watch necessarily. No, why? Why? It what, was over there. I couldn't get to it. It was over there, and I didn't have the remote. Put on, put on an episode of uh, Survivor with the season that's got Mike White, showrunner for White Lotus, and uh, and be entertained for an hour watching this guy trying to make <laughs> it in the in the wild. Red Fraggle. <laughs> Wait, that was, uh, that was that, it. Was sorry, I was wrong. That's your Congress quote. Okay, that one gets me in trouble. <laughs> oh man. I don't know how anyone survives in this country when they got to go sit yeah. in front of people. Did they have oh, yeah. to just sit and do nothing but like uh, needlepoint, go to Boy Scouts, and um, pretty much, yeah, like exactly. that's it's the only like, way you uh, get through this life, I guess. Yep, it's stupid. Yep. If you want a clean, if you want a squeaky clean image, that's what you got to do, Scott. That's all, all right. you can do. I'm in. No, you cannot be on the internet. You got to stay off. Well, I'm off now to do the news. It's time for the news brought to you by. Film Sack, where we watch stuff like The Mist, and then we talk about it around a table with four friends. Want to be a part of it all? Check it out weekly, where you get podcasts, or get Film Sack at frogpants.com slash film sack. Yeah, that was a fun one, and also The Mist is great. You should watch The Mist. It is. Absolutely great. It's currently on, uh, where did we see that, Netflix? Where did we see it? I think that's right, yes. We watched so much HBO Max lately, I forgot where the hell we were. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at Max. They took down all those ancient uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. They went. Oh, they went really? through all the money and trouble to remaster them. They probably did that for DVD sales as well, or for Blu-ray. Yeah. But yeah, they had them all up there, and then took all the old stuff down. Uh, took Westworld down. Like they're just trying to penny pinch and not pay royalties and all this. Like, what are they doing? Mm. 
Somebody yesterday wrote me and says, it turns out archive.org was the HBO Max all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is, are those going to be put on some sort of like, you know, Warner Brothers Plus? Like I a, don't know. Ad-supported thing, maybe? Yeah. Could be. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, I hope that if they put them on Tubi, that'd be cool because those are easily blocked. I can do that. Yeah. Anyway, are they trying to make people pirate? Why? Are they, why? Why? Yeah. This Discovery yeah. Warner Brothers combo and the and the who's the guy Laszlov or whatever his name is, he's bad at this. He needs to step down, <laughs> step the f down. You're bad. All right, here's the uh, story of the the morning. Here, high on life can trap players inside an Applebee's forever. Now, if you're not familiar with this video game, high on which life, which I am not, it is uh, currently on uh, Game Pass, but also for sale everywhere. But PlayStation's, it's not on any PlayStation stuff yet. Probably okay. about a year. Um, it's on PC stuff, but anyway, uh, it's a, the game, it's a first person shooter set in an alien world designed by Justin Roiland, your dude behind Rick and Morty and and solar opposites and all that. So it's full of him. Obviously he, he's a talking gun in this. Justin Roiland is, and (laughs) it's really, really funny. The game's really good. Hmm. Uh, surprisingly good. Oh, and Leon from, uh, curb, uh, JB or whatever. He's yeah. in it. He plays the shotgun kind of weird alien character. Awesome. A uh, whole bunch of people you know are in it. Uh, Sarah yeah. Silverman's sister, whose name I always forget. Ah, crap. <laughs> anyway, she's in it. It's all very good. Anyway, uh, so that gives you a little background. That's what this game is. <clears throat> says there is a bug in the release, recently released comedy shooter High on Life uh, that traps players inside of an outer space version of the restaurant Applebee's. Uh, High on Life, Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland Squash Games is a crude, wacky, and over-the-top zany uh, riot of color and sound that either delights or annoys you, depending on your personal tolerance for that, uh, which is wacky and or zany. I would argue if you're a, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you're going to love this. Yeah, uh, no kidding. If you don't it's like that... It's kind of like you're stuck in the restaurant at the end of the universe, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With riblets. Yeah, riblets. Well, it's not so bad. I'd eat that. Um, in a yeah. moment, which, uh, see, I know that is a bug, feels extremely on brand, though. Players seem to be getting trapped inside the space Applebee's. How do you know it's a bug? The only way to get past it is to start the game over. So this is a game-breaking bug, oh. starting from the checkpoint that does nothing for you. Uh, space Applebee's has devoured your game, and you cannot have it back. Oh my God. Anyway, I haven't had this problem. I think I saw this and got through it. So uh, it wasn't a problem for me. But whoever got, That's you good. know, if you're getting stuck in there, it's pretty damn funny. I'm sure they'll patch it. So I wouldn't stress too much, but it's a very good game and it sold extremely well. Wow. So I think that means we're going to get more Justin Roiland video. Oh, games. no kid. 60 bucks right now. I don't know if there was a, a discount over the holidays, but that's quite a bit. Yeah. It's a full price, okay. you know, full price yeah. game for sure. Although the new full price is 70. So I okay. guess this is now. So this uh, <laughs> video games have been like kind of inflation proof for 30 years. Yeah, they were forty nine dollars yeah. in the nineties, and they're forty nine dollars today. Until recently, when finally the company started saying, "Hey, how do you feel about sixty on the low end, seventy on the AAA side?" And people said, "I don't like that at all," and they still did it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get used to yeah, your new I'm national sure, nightmare. I'm sure Scott played it on Game Pass because it's going to be free there for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played it on Game Pass, and I pay, played it on uh, both PC and console Game Pass. It plays great. It's a beautiful game. Unreal Engine, yes. lovely and very dirty, very sweary. So if you're sure. you got little kids in the room, perhaps do not play that game. <laughs> That's my recommendation there. Nice. Let's talk about Tesla. Sure. 
This may have happened in this year, did it? Let's see. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, don't know, but it's funny because we even have a letter later on in the show about Tesla. We do indeed. Tesla autopilot leads police chase after the or leads to a police chase after the driver fell asleep. Uh, police in Germany. <laughs> that's over there in Germany. Germany. Okay. Yeah, say that they uh-huh. had quite the time attempting to pull over a Tesla driver who had fallen asleep behind the wheel. Bamberg traffic officers. Bamberg. I like this. Bamberg. They uh, tailed the electric vehicle for almost 15 minutes on Wednesday while the country's Autobahn, or on the country's Autobahn, the uh, A70. You ever been on that? I have not. I've never been to Germany. I want to go there. But I've listened to a lot of craft work, if that that helps. Yeah. And I've got, I mean, I've got, I've heard uh, Du Hastmesh many times. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. So I feel like I've been there. You know. So there you go. There, there's a, there's your equivalent. Yeah, sure. I may, I may as well have lived in Germany for half my life. Uh, after signaling, signaling for a traffic stop with repeated horns and sirens, according to a release from the Polizei Bayern, Bayern, or the Polizei, Polizei, Polizei Bayern, the Bavarian police is what that stands for. <laughs> Uh, the Tesla vehicle notably or noticeably maintained a speed of 110 kilometers per hour, which is about 68 miles per hour. It's not that fast, but fast enough. Fast, pretty fast when you're asleep. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, they found the Tesla driver was reclined in the seat, his eyes closed, and his hands off the steering wheel. Uh, this strengthened the suspicion that he had left the controls to the autopilot and had fallen asleep. 45-year-old driver of the Tesla eventually woke up and was uh, and followed police instructions. Police noted that the man showed typical or showed, sorry, drug-typical abnormalities during the checkup. Mm, the checkup. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. How do we say that? We don't say the checkup. We say the... No, we would call it a um, a toxicity report or like, a, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like a like an... Imbe- uh, what's the word? The arrest, the, like, you know, I mean, that's all done as part of the arrest, like a... Yeah, what do you call that? Procedures, uh, uh, um, breathalyzer... Uh, during uh, during the checkup. See, yeah. that's what you do when you go to your doctor or the dentist. Right, exactly. Oh, time for a checkup. We've got some drug abnormalities. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I won't drive a car then. Thanks. You have <laughs> drug typical abnormalities? Yeah, field sobriety test. But I, uh, yeah, I guess. I, mean, I don't know what they, they do say over there. They just would say nine and kick out. Or would this be uh, once they got him back to the station? Woke him up and got him back to the station. Yeah, they don't say. They added this, though. They found a steering wheel weight in the vehicle's footwell. Uh, such a device is used to trick Tesla's safety systems into thinking the driver's hands are on the wheel so that the autopilot remains active. Because that won't, because the new rules are, and they've had this in place for a while, the Teslas won't, won't do autopilot unless you're holding onto the wheel. Right. So people okay. have made a cheaty way of doing it. By just like a little, <laughs> just like a, you know, a, a block of cheese on a string, basically, mm-hmm. and that'll fool the Tesla into thinking your hands are on the wheel. Yeah, right. apparently works. I don't know if they're going to have to. I don't know if they're going to have to force Tesla to change that, or I don't know. You know, make it like, um, you know, like my treadmill's got the the little metal bars where you put your hands every one every once in a while when you wanted to check your your uh, pulse and stuff oh yeah, yeah. Uh, have it like that to where it's not just weight based where it's actually like i we have to we have to sense a heartbeat in mm. order for it to like uh you know yeah and then how would you get around that you could um you'd have to strap an animal to it or <laughs> right hamsters and duct tape i yeah. guess is how you get past that and then they would just say boy your heart rate's a little high you sure you're okay it's really high wow <laughs> and you're it's weird it's like your right hand is going really fast and your left hand has stopped completely 
It's funny you bring this up because it reminded me yesterday of how weird dog heartbeats are. I was laying with Rainer. She was right up next to my head. Mm-hmm. And her heartbeat is normal most of the time. Like, but if she hears something, she'll perk up and look around and her heart stops. And so it'll be like, it's really erratic. Yeah. It's freaky, dude. I don't know if that's all dogs or if it's a certain know. breeds or something, but my dog, da- weird, weird. Yeah, Daisy's heartbeat used to be so you know it would it would it would never go rhythmic like you'd expect. Like you'd expect it to go kind of like you're describing with Rainer. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that weird. She would. I think she she would get anxious initially when you cuddled with her. Because she, she didn't get, she didn't come from a, uh, a loving home, litter, a lot of puppies, and a loving home. She went basically right from birth into the system, right from being a puppy into the, uh, into the New Mexico, dumb oh. friends league, and then got brought up to Denver where we got her. So sad. that's sad. Uh, yeah, she. But you gave her a good home initially. You gave her a nice home for we a long time. We gave her a great home. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yes. the way. That's why rescues are awesome. Yes, um, for sure. Rainer was really antsy when we got her, but now she loves a good cuddle, which Aww. is weird because she's wiry and jumpy and all that. But when she wants to get with you, she'd be like all wrapped around your head. And then her heart, it's all erratic. And if that was what my heart was doing, I'd think I was going to die or something. I don't know how mm-hmm. dogs do it. Anyway. God. Yeah, we, we've we been talking like we're, we're definitely not uh, planning on getting another dog. We want another dog, but it's like, you know what? with travel and stuff like that we want to do another international trip at some point this year it's like uh let's wait until we're we're more settled and we don't have the 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 wanderlust and then we'll then we'll get a dog again that's easy big bowl of food big bowl of water see you in a week see you later buddy don't eat anything or knock shit over we'll be back exactly yeah they're pretty easy uh carter's cat's been here the whole two months she's been gone and we never even see him he's just living here you know (laughs) <laughs> he's just crashed just here. living the independent it's like a it's like the roommate that has a different uh different work schedule or something yeah. right is that yeah. basically what <laughs> basically he's got his litter box yeah. we clean that out once a, a couple every couple days or whatever the yeah the food's a big uh, unending bowl of food sure. when uh chills. when's carter back she gets home midnight on wednesday Oh, wow. Cool. So Kim and I are driving out to the airport. Thankfully, by then, all the snow is supposed to have stopped and we'll have clear roads. So that'll be good. Yeah. I don't know about her trip out, though. Iceland's getting hit by something today. So, Oh, we'll really? Okay. Yeah, I feel a little bad because that's just a gnarly day of travel. 15-hour flights and <sighs> a bunch of running around and stopovers. She has to be in Seattle for a bit and then three, four hours in Seattle. And then we'll see her at midnight. So, Which is funny because she'll be wide awake. It could be morning for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at midnight Kim and I will be dead right right the time change and stuff like her yeah. drive um, alright here's the story eight hours eight hours ahead is that the deal uh, I think so so when it's uh, is she in the chat today ahead? I was trying to see if she's in there she's not in there today she probably that makes sense because she's running around like crazy today but she uh, she's I want to say eight is right could mm-hmm. be seven might be eight mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I'm excited to get her home it'll be good I'm sure you are yeah, yeah. her dog's gonna lose it 
<laughs> she figures her she cat's going to be indifferent. It's like, uh, you're back. Oh, cool. you're back. Great. Uh, how about you tell these dogs to leave me alone? That's what the cat will say. Right. <laughs> uh, here's some uh, story about some big butts. All right. Sure. Oh, I like big butts. I I can't lie about that. Oh, you can't. You have to be truthful about the big butts. Yeah, you like? I do. Yes. All right. Yeah. And and you know, my other siblings might try to to disqualify this. Uh, but I'll, I'll say that I like I like the uh, the big butts. Oh, okay, great. You almost could make that's almost sing song. You can almost, almost turn that yeah, into something. You know, I could workshop that into a song probably. I yeah, should, I, should I think say. that's yeah. possible. Well, yeah. big butt ants. Uh, these not your aunt like your aunt Martha. This is big butt butt ants like the bugs uh, are a South American delicacy, and I'd never heard of these. But uh, I'm going to share a photo here. That you're all going to be real glad I shared. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to click the. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You want it? Those are big bottoms. Um, those are. Those God, talk about mud flaps. Those ants got them. Yeah, big time. And uh, my question to you is if somebody sent us, uh, you know, a bag of these or whatever, would sure. we would we eat these? I, I don't I don't think I can. I don't think I oh, can. Oh, really? No. I've eaten. Yeah, I've had bugs before. I would probably, I'd eat one. Sure. I feel like I, what would it take for me? The, like it when there's fr- a lot of your mama sauce on there, or slap your mama uh, salt or whatever that is. Well, when they're when they're freeze dried or however we got the the crickets, I don't know what those were. Yeah. Were they freeze dried? Yeah. Whatever they the are, freeze dried crickets. Yeah, I might be able to pull that off. Maybe. Yeah, it it really they've got to just be seasoned to the point where I can convince myself that it's a bag of broken Fritos, basically. <laughs> Okay, well, how? So let's get back to thick and liquid for a second. How do you get? Yeah. What do you have to do in your head to make thick and liquid uh, good again, great again? Um, all right. You know what? I could probably do thick and liquid if it's like if it's thickened chocolate milk and it's just basically a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like has to be. Uh, ice cold and uh, uh, you know maybe maybe even uh, ice cream texture just basically it has to be a milkshake that's the thickened liquid I'm into all right you know what I agree with you that is the kind I like as well I like eggnog too didn't have any you know what I had no eggnog this season me neither I usually get a um, amazingly enough one of the dairies has like a light eggnog, which just blows my mind that they could come up with such a dumb thing. Is it good? How is it possible? Uh, it is good, but I didn't have any of it this year, and I really uh, kind of miss it. Actually, is it but light uh, on? You know, is it light on fat, or is it light on sugar? Is it light on both? It's supposed to be light on both, light okay. on fat and sugar. Okay. Uh, eggnog zero, basically. I don't know how they do it, but I don't either. <laughs> if they could make no, a no I'm, calorie eggnog, I'd drink that. Yeah, I'm sure it's fun. like. Like it's normally three hundred percent of your recommended daily allowance of uh, fat and sugar. We've gotten it down to two hundred percent of your recommended daily allowance. Yeah, may as well microwave sh- uh, butter and drink it. It's better for me. Anyway, well, I don't know if I'd eat these, but apparently this is uh, a big deal right now—a real delicacy in South America. If you go down to Colombia specifically, they are intentionally in harvesting, cooking these giant bud ants. For consumption since the seventh century, so they know what's up. Uh, they also use it in medicinal things, spiritual things, culinary purposes. I guess sure. it's just where you sure. live. You know, we do to chickens what they do to ants. It's fine. You know, yeah. Like, who who are we to judge? Yeah. Um, I can tell you, I'm not going to eat it, but I can tell you, I won't judge. <laughs> 
All right? I just can't do it. They look too juicy is my point. They look like they got, those butts look like they're full of something juicy. Oh, really? To me, it looks like as soon as you pop them in your mouth, they're just going to go crunch, pop, and they're kind of little empty, empty <sighs> carapaces of no flavor, no nothing. That's, the, why, yeah, but that's why you really just want the... But uh, the second your imagination kicks in and realizes, or not realizes, but f- says to yourself, that bulbous thing is full yeah. of some kind of yellowish white pus. Oh, no. No, then I might be done. Like a, like caterpillar oh, goo. Dude, I couldn't do it. Because uh, even if it's dry in there, and even if you, I saw you eat one, you said, oh, they're totally empty in there. I, don't, yeah. I still think I would struggle. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Speaking of struggling, I got to make a recommendation and a warning. Sure. I went to a place called... Uh, the Crack Shack. Oh, yeah. You've talked about this place before. Yeah. We've never eaten there. But we've tried to go there, but we couldn't eat there oh, before. Really? Yeah. We oh, went, I, thought we, you'd, I thought you'd mention it. We may have mentioned it because we tried to get in line once and it took forever mm-hmm. we, and we had to leave because it just took too long. Um, uh, there's the Crab Shack. That's different. But the Crack Shack yeah. is a chicken place where they make big, massive chicken things, uh, sandwiches and salads and just like it's all about big, crazy chicken concoctions. And they're all real funny in there. Lots of little comedy posters about chickens and stuff in there. They recreate movie posters with chickens. It's a weird thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. nice place, nice people. It's fine. We got in yesterday because hardly anyone was there because of the weather. And Kim, it was close enough, Kim and I could drive and not worry about it. So we went in there. Sure. And I got the biggest, gnarliest chicken sandwich I've ever seen. This thing was huge. Mm. And it better have been for 12 bucks. Uh, it was just a big sandwich. Anyway. So I get this big monster sandwich, and I made the mistake. Here's the mistake. I made the mistake of buying their, their spicy chicken sandwich because I normally like a spicy chicken. Sure, like the Popeyes or whatever. Sure, yeah. usually no problem, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This thing is, re- I mean, the chicken is red. Whatever the stuff is on it is red. <laughs> so it's like true Nashville hot chicken. Yes, it's very hot. And while I was eating it, it was very good, mind you. The going down, pff, yeah. great. No problem. No, Everything's good. Oh, no. Last yeah. night about 9 o'clock, let's just say the dragon came you out. You experienced it in reverse. Yeah, and, and it uh, was bad. So maybe don't get that one, but I would recommend the Crack Shack. It's, it was <laughs> and the lady was cool. She goes, what do you guys want to drink? I said, oh, I'm just going to get water. She goes, sure, you can have this water cup. And look, because it's snowing and it's hardly went in here today, I absolutely don't mind if you use that water cup to get a Coke Zero or something out of the Oh, thing. really hilarious. They never say that. So I'm like, sweet, I'm doing it. And then I still yeah. felt guilty doing it, but I did it. Yeah, I'd still feel guilty. Yeah, yeah I still did. It just That's felt crazy wrong. that they would say that. Like <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know if she just really liked us. We yeah. only talked to her for about thirty seconds before she offered that. So I don't know. You know, maybe she knew that the the sweetness of the uh the Coke Zero would help uh calm down the fire that was gonna be brewing inside you from eating that. Yeah. She did look at chicken. me. Her eyes widened when I said, Y'all have the hot whatever the name was. And she yeah. kind of her eyes went, Oh, okay. Anything to What's drink? Your- <laughs> <laughs> What's your usual number go to at uh, Cup Pop? I uh, like uh, was it three, maybe oh, four. Okay. Spicy okay. but not killing me. You know, I don't know why I thought you were a five, so I did a five last time, and I was like, oh, this is this is hot, but damn, it's good. I, know, it, I actually don't mind the hot, but I I yeah. always ex- you know again I don't want to have a you, problem you, later. You experience it on the other on yeah. the other side. Yeah, yeah my body's yeah. like, hey, all that. All that capsaicin, we're going to send that down to the boys yeah. in the basement. Andy Dufresne may get into that pipe all nice and clean, but... <laughs> he came out we dirty know. on the other side. We know what's happening on the other side. That's right. Um, here's a fun story. This seems like something you might try. 
I don't know yeah. why. It just seemed like an Ibid thing. I'll, I'll tell you why I wouldn't after we get to the story. Oh, okay, good. Um, a man ate 15 Michelin-starred restaurants in 24 hours. Not 15, Scott. I'm 18. sorry, 18. My eyes are 18. blurry. 18. Yeah. Not even 15. 18. New York foodie broke, into, in the, uh, broke the Guinness World Record by dining at 18 Michelin-starred restaurants in 24 hours. Eric Finkelstein, age 34, said his interest in dining out spiked when he moved back to New York City in 2021. And a Discord group he joined about city restaurants brought his attention to the Guinness World Record for most Michelin-starred restaurants visited in a 24-hour period. I love the idea, Finkelstein told the Guinness Mm -hmm. Book of World Records. It combined my loves of eating, interesting foods, working towards a checklist, and working towards something silly. (laughs) (laughs) Finkelstein said he attempted, or what he attempted, took months of planning and worked, uh, or sorry, and working to align reservations at some of the more in-demand eateries. The food fan shared his attempt at Le Pavilion in Midtown and ended at Sushi Bar in Noda. Uh, he said he spent a, hundred, a total of 494 bucks on food. It's not that bad. That isn't bad at all. That's surprising. Yeah. Like, very surprising. I'm surprised by that, too. He estimated the attempt ca- caused him to consume about 5,000 calories in that one day. He's a slim dude. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine. He'll recover. If he ran from each. <laughs> yeah. Run away <laughs> as fast as you can. To the next. Exactly. Um, he says yeah. he's a former competitive table tennis player. Uh, he previously set the Guinness World Record for longest table tennis serve, which was 51 feet 1 inch, and largest table tennis ball, mosaic, 313 square feet, 6, uh, six square inches. Jeez. That's that's thick, I guess. Six inches thick. Yeah. Anyway, so tell me why you w- couldn't do this, because it just feels ibbity to me. Yeah, I wouldn't do it because... I wouldn't, it it would basically not allow me to enjoy any of those meals because I'd be too worried about the speed, about getting from one to the next and be like, all right, how quickly can I consume this so that I can make sure I get 18 restaurants in 24 hours? Hmm. Give me, I'll take three Michelin star restaurants over a weekend. Fine with that. Got it. uh, I had to look up because I I don't know if I've been to any in, in Denver, but I have been to... Picasso, Le Cirque, uh, L'Atelier in uh, Joel Rubichon, and uh, all the Vegas ones that I've been to that are Michelin star restaurants. I'm just looking to see. I haven't been to Nobu in... Oh, no, I have been to Nobu. Um, was it good? So maybe four. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I hear that one. So I've been Great. to four Michelin star restaurants in Vegas. I don't know if I've been to any in um, uh, in Denver, but... Uh, I went yeah, to that, that Taco had a, Bell had a in St. George. fantastic meal at every single one of those. Well, and so, yeah. And your goal was never to break any records. So that's the no. key here. If he wants to no, break a does record. It, doesn't it seem like people who break, who who get into the Guinness Book of World Records, kind of get addicted to it, and then all of a sudden start coming up with other mm-hmm. records they can break? Yep. I think so. We'll look at him with his ping pong business. And then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like people, you know, just can't. Uh, uh, can he just one basically yeah. break one record be happy with it you know right right it's exactly. my recommendation um, the other thing I wanted to say about this is the Michelin star system when I heard about that for the first time I went ooh fancy it's funny it shares the name with Michelin the tires and then someone said Scott it is yeah. that company it is that company we talked about this on the show have yeah. we talked about this yeah. discussion about it's so Michelin. weird yeah. isn't that weird yeah. it's still weird to me yeah yeah, just the, the from the travel aspect of it, right? Like Michelin. Yeah, and it was at a time where Michelin, their whole thing was, 
Ah, cross country and the beautiful Michelin tire based Chevy Cruiser deal. Don't worry, mom. You'll never need to cook again as you drive. Like there was that whole era, and then and and so I know it sprung out of that, all of that idea of cross country travel and all this. But to right. have it become this highfalutin star right. rating, like, <laughs> like like instead of you know better than average tires to yeah. be associated with the best restaurants in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Big O, it was like, oh, their Big O rating is a four-star Big right, O restaurant. Exactly, yes. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, well, I don't have any Michelin stars, but I've got uh, Bridgestone thumbs ups. Yep. Uh, yeah. My restaurant has three Bridgestone thumbs ups. See, that's just weird <laughs> to me. It's just weird. Ah, oh, they're Home Depot rated four stars. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's uh, some time with Bill Duran. You may know Yay. him from such shows as Punished Props and Punished Props. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a little bit later. Uh, no Bobby today's flying. He's on a plane. Oh, he's in a plane right now? Yeah, That's he's, cool. He's holding the yoke, as they call nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He likes his uh, over easy, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's coming up next. We got some other emails and some other stuff as well. So stick around uh, after this song selection from the vast library of Brian Ibbett. Yeah, we're going to delve into the music of Beauty Pill. Now, Beauty Pill is, um, uh, I believe, the work of uh, predominantly one guy, Chad Clark, um, who just uh, just released a compilation, a double LP anthology of the band's complete recordings. This all came, uh, comes out, I'm sorry, this all comes out January 20th. 2023 uh courtesy of ernest jenning record company and big thanks to uh clarion call media for for letting me know about this so this is an older song this is something from 2015 but damn it's good and it's infectious and i encourage you to check out uh all the all the rest of it here is beauty pill from the album beauty pill describes things as they are with a song called Stephen and tawanja
Right. The unknown company doing unknown things. The morning stream. What I saw was not a cat. And we've returned. Uh, Who was that again? That's Beauty Pill and a song called Stephen and Tawanja from the uh, one of their albums. Beauty Pill describes things as they are. Make sure to go check out the uh, the Blue Period double LP anthology of the band's complete recordings coming out January 20th. So Stephen Tawanja, When the Walls Fell. I remember that. That's episode. right. Exactly. With his arms wide open. I, arms wide open. Um, Bobby uh, let us know in chat that he's driving home right now. Oh, from, is he going to uh, be back from the airport? So he'll be home at at half past if we can if we uh, if we're ready to pull him in. Uh, yeah, we could probably do that. Let me make sure my call isn't going to bump into any issues if we go long today. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bobby, uh, it's a it's a maybe. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. see when you get there. We'll keep, we'll keep you posted. We'll don't drive. Posted. Don't don't drive crazy. Yeah. Be safe, Bobby. Be Always. Safe safe all right uh punishprops.com that's what we're doing we're getting uh getting the old bill back in here after a bit of a holiday let's see uh how he's doing your bat caves open there bill bill duran joining us all the way from punishprops.com and the beautiful northwest of this country hello bill welcome back hello good morning good morning how are you how was your how was your uh, new year's holiday Pretty good. We had a really lazy week. Played a lot of Satisfactory. Yeah. Watched a lot of the X Men '90s cartoon. Ah, oh, yes. that's great. You know it. When, kind of when does the... Disney Plus come out with their uh, their X Men '97 animated series? That could Actually, be this year at some point. Yeah, pretty soon. Uh, which was I didn't even know that was coming out until uh, we started watching the the cartoon again. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So so like. We're going to finish this cartoon right when the new one comes out, which is kind of perfect. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Is there a date? Uh, 2023 I'm for sure. It looks like release date, fall 2023. Brilliant. All With right. a second season already confirmed. All right. <laughs> I'm in. Wow. I'm all in on that. That sounds yeah. great. Um, oh, Jennifer Hale's in that. I like her a lot. Uh, voice actress extraordinaire. Anyway, cool. Bill, it's good to have you here. Uh, uh, you, since you've been so busy building... Uh, fake worlds and satisfactory. Uh, <laughs> what what have you been spending your time in the real maker world making? I've been taking photos of hummingbirds. Ah! 
Cool. Yeah. I posted a video the other day of a hummingbird. I was sitting under the feeder out on our, our porch, and a hummingbird was flying over my head, and I got slow-mo video with my phone, uh, which was pretty cool, pretty thrilling. That is cool. hummingbird flying over my head. Yeah, I keep forgetting about your, your bird thing. You love the birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. You, uh, you're not part of the cabal that uh, is, uh, knows that birds aren't real and that they're really mini drones, <laughs> right? Oh, my so gosh. So far, I haven't captured any photographic evidence that would suggest that birds are not real ah uh, okay good. well good. good keep keep at it though i think we can get there yeah um i was just going to your i was going to go to your twitter to see the video you posted and i went because i was talking about birds i went to twitter.com slash chin bird <laughs> and uh good news chin bird has been suspended for whatever he did oh, yeah. oh. he probably upset elon the good news would have been as if chin bird was available yeah that would have been <laughs> that would have been awesome um okay here we go let me just gonna see i just want to see your bird here this is where you put it right you put it up here oh yeah probably in the last week or two. oh look at that yeah this is great birds yeah so i've been taking pictures we got this one hummingbird that hangs out in the tree and kind of guards the feeder and scares the other hummingbirds away, which is kind of cute. Yeah, that guy. That guy right there. So like an He's alpha an little, alpha, little hummingbird. Like an alpha hummingbird? Like uh, all the yeah. other hummingbirds fear it? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh, and there you are playing Satisfactory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, yep, that's yep. great. Uh, well, awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I'm uh, one day you'll be the most you'll be the foremost uh, bird videographer of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. My Twitter feed is everything I just talked about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> birds and X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and a bunch of you've been playing Snap. It looks like a lot of Snap, a lot yeah. of Snap, Snap Birds and X Men. Yeah, yep. nothing wrong. With so, that. Um, so I've been hey, taking hummingbird photos. They, they did just make their announcement today about the uh, PV like uh, play against friends coming Ooh. out this month. So you ready to ready to throw down, Brian? I'm ready. I am ready for a little frog pants tournament coming. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Count me in. Yeah, that sounds like fun. That's this oh, month. Yeah. When when do you know? Yeah, the update coming this month. Nice. All right. So, um, so anyway, one of the things I love seeing every year. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New uh, Year. Every year there are there are um, uh, wildlife comedy wildlife photography awards. I'll put I'll put the link in in the old chat there. There's a website. There's several websites that do this, but I found this one here. It seemed oh. to do a pretty good job every year. Uh, I love these. <laughs> yeah. So it's comedywildlifephoto.com. People, you can submit your own photos. Uh, and also, I think it's kind of cool. They, I think they do 10% of their net profits go to conservation, which is really cool, too. Oh, look at uh, this. But what I love about this is these are professional wildlife photographers. These guys spend so much time trying to take really perfect photos of animals. And every once in a while, they capture a photo of some animals that are just ridiculous or silly. And this is yeah. where they share them. And they're really good. They are great. Uh... We went through all these when we were in, in Vermont laughing with my parents and the, oh, the yeah. raccoon, the raccoon that's like a, hi. Yeah. <laughs> hi. hi. Hello. Yeah. Oh, these are one. great. These are yeah. Great. So, so good. It's a great way to find new photographers you might want to follow. Because mm. um, like I said, all these people are, you don't get photos like this by accident. <laughs> these people are trying to get really good photos of animals and this is what they got. Yeah. I, oh, uh, wait, where'd this where'd this uh, penguin's head, head go? Yeah, <laughs> I guess they do bend real easy and go all the way around the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the fish going into the bear's ear. You look closely, it's like okay, it's not quite going into the bear's ear, but man, it's <laughs> it looks like it. These are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they have last year's too. They've been doing this for a very long, couple years at least. For a while, yeah. <laughs> this poor monkey. Oh, <laughs> he racked his noodle. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway. <laughs> 
That's cool. You ever uh, you have anything funny your bird did you could send in? You should do no, that. No, not yet. Okay. So here's the thing. Animal to- photography is very hard. You do a lot of waiting for animals. Um, and you also take tons and tons of photos. I've taken thousands and thousands of photos of animals. And I posted like eight of them because most of them are just no good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get lots and lots of photos. And eventually, if you take enough, you'll get something like this. I've never got something that wild or fun or funny yet. Yeah. But I think that's just a, a factor of I haven't taken enough photos. I haven't spent enough time around animals. And they literally are just when they're from what I've seen and I've seen some you know, documentary footage of wildlife photography. It's just constant yep. like they're just yep. millions of shots. Once the animal gets out of the water and starts doing its shit. You oh, just yeah. Take every possible picture you can take. Right. Right. Like my camera will do here. Actually, I can do this right. I have it right here. This is. This is awesome. It sounds like a machine gun when you uh, when you take a photo with the high rate mode. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So we'll just take a moment. We'll do this. Mm-hmm. This is how fast my camera can shoot. Ready? Yeah, go. I just took about 15 photos. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. So that's what they're doing. That's what sports photographers do. That's what animals photo- photographers do. That When the animal does something interesting, they just go like a machine gun, and they take dozens of photos. And then I'll sort through those later. Did you? Now, let, let me ask you this: Did you just did you just now take a picture of your feet, or was the cap on? Or <laughs> uh, I took a picture out the window. Well, I took I took like fifteen of them out the window. Nice Probably work. not even in focus, but nice work. Yeah, nice work. I'll post that on photo. Yeah, that's that's actually completely completely black. There's nothing. Great. <laughs> oh, no winners in this pack. It's all right. No, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they do. They take like dozens and dozens of photos at a, at a time. Uh, and eventually you might capture something wacky or weird. That's like great. this uh, meerkat that looks like it's strangling another le- meerkat from behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. And the, meerkat, the front meerkat's going, ah! Yeah. yeah. Agent 47 there taking him out. Right. <laughs> One of, there's like a little field mouse looking thing and then a fox or something looking at it. Uh, this is from 2021, I think, or maybe mm-hmm. before. I, I worry that some of these are... It's like, oh, how cute. These two animals have met. But I, it feels like it's the moment before the mouse died. You oh, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. The photos that they took just after that one were a lot less wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's some kind of, oh, my gosh, this fish looks like something out of Pixar. Anyway, these are great. Yep. What a fantastic so thing. And this turtle flipping me off is pissing me off. I don't want to look at him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he looks all mad. It's so good. What I love about photos like this is that it was not what the photographer was trying to get. It was completely unexpected. And... And the uh, series of events that led to that photograph were completely unique and uh, impossible to replicate. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually leads to some really unique photography, which is pretty cool. Very, very cool. All right. Well, yeah, definitely check this out, you guys. Again, that is ComedyWildlifePhoto.com. And you can see the gallery, all the winners, what their conservation mm-hmm. efforts are like. Looks like a bunch of other cool stuff. That you it's can, a good uh, thing. It's becoming a... a, a, a yearly tradition for me to check this stuff out every year it's pretty awesome for sure quality recommendation yeah uh anything about, else bill you want to share with us yeah so i have a specific photographer to share with you so just his instagram uh it goes by julian rad wildlife and the, the, like i don't even know how he gets these photos they're just bananas Oh, wow. He spends a lot of time, I think, in his yard, but these really low depth of field, really close shots of, like, these funky squirrels, and I think some yeah. of these animals are his pets, maybe not the squirrels. Like but punk maybe rock this. squirrels. He's really good at capturing the, I'm flying towards you with a nut in my mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you better believe he's taken just thousands of thousands. Any action shots where the camera or the animal was moving, they just take tons and tons of photos. Man, the digital world has been kind to photographers. Not only quality, but just the sheer amount of quantity you can do to get the right one. Yeah, Yeah, what a a jump that is from what it used to be. Like with my camera right now, taking those shots would have been almost an entire roll of film. Like what I just did now. <laughs> All right, yeah, get out right, of, the of course. Yeah, throw that other one away. They're underexposed. <laughs> and prior to that, it was one shot with a bunch of frowny people in the 1800 trying to hold still. Like it's just amazing yeah. where this stuff is now. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Wow, this guy's good. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yet another the 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 squirrel flying towards you about. Uh, Three quarters of the way down his page is great. As well as the the one carrying what looks like an apple. Holy cow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Scampering towards you. Kind of blown away by this dude. I'm going to follow him right now. Here we go. Follow. Oh, he's doing good. 218,000 followers. Not bad. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, Bill, always a pleasure. I hope 2023 is just full of amazing stuff for you and that you share 90% of it when you come on and talk about it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Sounds, sounds good, good to me. 2022 was pretty great. Let's hope for more of the same. That's what yeah, I hey say. Hey, Bill, before before you go, do you, uh, do you see the most recent Mark Rober uh, deluxe glitter bomb thing? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a, what a thing that is, right? God, what it really a thing. Is. An yeah. engineering masterpiece. Mark Rober glitter thing? What is it? What are, what are you guys talking about? Tell me. So more. the new, so the Mark Rober is the guy who every year does the glitter bomb that you know disguises it as a package on somebody's doorstep. Oh, the porch then, pi- anti-porch pirate guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then as soon as somebody grabs it, it like dumps uh, glitter all over the place, fart spray, captures the whole thing on camera. He did a brand new one that is a like the size of an Oculus two. Yeah, <laughs> and like it has little little. Uh, trap doors that open and launches drones into your <laughs> house. Like- drones that fly around and dump <laughs> glitter and and then fly away from you if they sense that you're yeah, coming trying to, to avoid you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it's gotten to this this sci-fi level that's kind of amazing. Wow. He claims on let's see interview on where is this Boing Boing. He claims this is the last one he's ever doing, so he wanted yeah. to do it. Big. Yeah, I think it's probably a little played out. Yeah, but. yeah, and he's and he's you know his new deal of like finding and exposing scam phone centers. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Move move to that uh, path, which right, is great. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys weren't kidding. Yeah. Holy smack! <laughs> I love the the little drones with the little baggies of glitter flying around everywhere. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, if you're gonna stop doing it, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and it and it big. <laughs> And it as big as you can. Yeah, All right. That's exactly. awesome. Bill Duran, everybody. He is uh, punishprops.com. And of course, the Punish Props uh, uh, YouTube channel. Check out his latest and greatest over there. Uh, Bill, we'll see you next week for a whole new episode. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. See you, Bill. Bye now. Okay. All right. Doing a quick check on the Bobby here. See what we the got. Bobby situation. Yeah. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to read a couple emails and then we'll see if Bobby comes. Uh, how about this one? Okay. I don't know why that says email. I should say shows. It's flipped. <laughs> flipped those, yeah. Yeah, I flipped them. But anyway, here's the email from Lee. This is from Lee. He sent this in at, uh, uh, what is it? TheMorningStream at gmail.com. There's a the in there. So TheMorningStream at gmail.com. Lee says, hey, guys, I got an email a few minutes ago, or as he wrote, minuets ago. Minuets ago. About the full self-driving in Tesla. As Brian mentioned earlier, we have a Tesla email. Yeah. He says, I wanted to add one thing. I've heard Brian talk about test driving one. Do it. 
You will never have more fun driving a car, and it will save you a lot of money in the lifetime of the car. A Model 3 can actually cost about the same as a Civic in the long run, assuming you drive it for three to five years. You will pay more up front, but you will save over time. People yeah, always, that's the, yeah. the, the hard part is the, the paying more up front part. That's, the, that's, that's the how they get right you. There. Yeah, that's how they that's get, how you. get you. Yeah. People always talk about not having to pay for gas, but that's just the beginning. There's no oil or filter changes, spark plugs, radiator flushing, or flushing, fluid or flushing, rather. Belts to replace, tune-ups, it goes on and on. I have had mine for four years, and all I have done is rotate tires and one uh, flat repair. Uh, that and wiper blades is really about all you have to do. Depends on where you live. You might have to do some extra stuff in the snow and sure. the salt and all that. The only fluid you have to worry about is windshield wash fluid. Anyway, I'm done. I'll ask Tesla for my money now. Love the show. Leave. <laughs> so we got a Tesla lover that wants you to, to get on the electric car yeah, bandwagon there, just Brian. Just drive a Tesla. My yeah. dad has a Tesla. So when we went out there, you know, he did all the driving for us all around uh, uh, Vermont. And um, yeah, it is. It's such a great ride. So smooth. I didn't say, hey, can I, can I, you mind if I drive it a little bit? Because I don't want the pressure of driving mm. my dad's Tesla and mm. something going wrong. But um how did it do in the snow, assuming it did some snow? Seemed to do just fine. It, uh, I don't know what the weight, um, you know, we had, we were, the, the, when we were driving it, it was the light snow of the blizzard coming in. We didn't do any driving on the day the big blizzard came in. Um, but we did drive that night and it handled just fine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I've always been dead serious about my next car being, a. EV. An electric, but I don't know what. Sure. I don't know yeah. if it'll be Tesla. It'll probably not be. It may end up being yeah. something like, I don't know. Like Kim really wants that truck, that Rivian. Oh thing. sure. Yeah, I'm so looking bad. at the uh, the Volkswagen ID4 and the Hyundai Ioniq. Um, yeah, those are good. Those are the two that Consumer Reports really, really uh, pushed. So I liked the Leaf for a while. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, I never liked the, the name. It's a little bit lame for a name. It's a leaf. Check out my leaf on the wind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. EV next. That's the deal. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I ain't putting no more gas in no car. You forget? If you, are you kidding me? What? What is this? Twenty? Uh, or is this uh, yeah. 1985? Come on. I'm done with you, gas. I'm all about the electricity, which doesn't take any energy to create. It just grows on trees that's that, right it magically that just shows up that uh, completely yeah, just, just comes out of the wall you don't have to pay for it <laughs> we don't know where it's made it's fine so there aren't giant coal plants that generate electricity and then right. foul up the air we know that we know we know everybody's like oh do you think that electricity's free well then you're you got your blinders on yeah you got your you gotta take off those blinders you see uh, all right, let's see. Uh, let's do another check on Bobby here. Uh, let's see. Uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet from Bobby. Uh, Bobby, it looks like you're out, buddy. Yeah, we'll get you next time. Yeah, we'll get you next time. Don't worry we'll about you, it. Buddy. Our yeah. science fill will come later. That's just how it'll be. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. If you'd like to send in emails of your own self, you can. Themorningstream at gmail.com. If you'd like to join us this brand new month in this brand new year on our Patreon, you sure should. Patreon.com slash TMS. Things dipped in December. They always do. Every year they dip. Mm-hmm. People have to pull out, do a little bit of Christmas. I get it. I get it. That's right. Re, re-up. If you, if you dropped out a little bit, re-up. Yep. Come and if on you're back. out there and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm doing so good, I could actually help make up for that by bumping mine up. Oh, you could do that, too. Whatever you want to do, we need you. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is where you do it. You'll never get a commercial. You get pre-show content every day, couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, and other wonderful monthly benefits. 
Go check it out and read all about it at patreon.com slash TMS. That's it. Yeah. I think we can go now. I think we all can right, go well, we're, now. We're on day three of January, and I've got a total of two requests for the month. So I've got a lot of stuff in December that I didn't get to and a lot of requests that don't have a date. But if you've been thinking about sending in a request, uh, let me tell you, uh, January is a really good time to send them. So go to frogpants.com slash TMS and use the request form there to submit your request. Uh, this one came in and it is for, well, it was for a couple days ago. Uh, we don't do a show on January 1st. Come on. Tobias wrote in and said, anytime in January to ring in a new year and make sure that Brian gets to see this one. Oh, I'm so glad you did. This is uh, Tommy Johansson. Maybe it's pronounced Johansson. He is a power metal guitarist on YouTube, kind of like Leo. Um, Just does this amazing stuff. Yeah, and you'll like this too. This is his cover of the Spice Girls, Viva Forever, power metal version by Tommy Johansson. Awesome. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of The Morning Stream.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. This is pleasant. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.